Imagine your dick had a handle. Wait, yours don't? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say it what? does itself. <laughs> no, my dick don't have a handle, dude. Oh, you got to sort that out. You need an auxiliary handle. I can't. I got to sort that out with God. Like, fuck you sort that out? Figure it out, man. You got to figure this out. I don't know what's, what the fuck is wrong with you. What kind of handle do you have? Like a briefcase handle? Luggage? It's one of the pull-out. The telescoping handle. You press the button, it spring out. It's like a Venetian blind. I want like a, a rifle handle, you know, at the top of the barrel. Pistol grip. That's not stuck, bro. Yeah. Oh, you mean carry handle. I yeah. see. Well, so you don't want like the pistol dick. grip. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome to the Built Sideways Podcast. I'm your host for this evening, Julio Aponte. With me, I have three gentlemen who are straight from up a day. Kyle Harris. Straight from up a day. Chris Pabs. If it ain't broke, break it. <laughs> Brian Dinklow. The bro building. Ain't nobody dope as me. My <laughs> poopers clean as shit. So fresh and so clean, clean. We should make a bidet song. I'm, I'm in. Fucking, I want to get one, but like a real you good get one. A bidet? I feel like my backside needs that elephant spray. You know that, like. <laughs> just get the alternative. You know, just get the garden hose. Just little tie into the line. Little garden hose. Pressure. Get yourself I one of those multi-head on attachments for the sprayer. Jet. You know, you power jet, yeah. you know, get the mist, you know. Yeah. We, um, my, I bought my wife one of those tushy bidets. The one you just oh, yeah. install in onto your, 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 your toilet bowl. It's wonderful. If you, if you I'm, I'm not going to knock anybody who wants to go. It's great. You feel, you feel yep. fresh. You feel clean. Yeah, dude. You know? Just real wet. Feel like you're squeaking as you walk. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's too much friction back here now. <laughs> was that was that a, was it Guardians with, with uh, Matt Damon talking on the back of the? Imagine you had some shit, some human shit in your beard. <laughs> now, what would you use to clean that up? Would you use a dry towel? No. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> it's a Marvel movie, I think, yeah. <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, oh, so oh, no. to the topic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what the fuck are we talking? Oh, how do you guys <laughs> feel about plateauing in your skill level? Okay, so let's. I'll put this into a bit more context because it, it, this is a follow up to a previous topic that we've done. Why you got to do all? Uh, you don't have to do all that. They well, know. the last season just uh, just for people is. to put into context. If you if if the guys want to, the listeners want to listen to that episode first to get more context of our follow up to that episode. I'm just saying, you know, you should. Are you right? Because this is this is more of a, yeah, this is more a developing thing because 
you know how we felt that that last episode last year might be different from how we feel this year you know whether or not we've we feel like we've plateaued or or if we have plateaued what have we done and what are the steps we've taken now to help us uh start to climb up those stairs again you know get our get our you know get our bidets all straight yeah <laughs> get our bidets on straight <laughs> We need we need secrets and techniques, or we need like an in depth discussion about really putting that first good foot forward to the next level. Manifest your own destiny. <laughs> if you believe it, it probably not. You will happen. come. No, uh- <laughs> <laughs> right, figured I'd get you. I figured I'd get you. You will come. You you need those big cummies, bro. Me and Kyle used to say that shit all the time. Big cummies, you know, yeah. Big you cummies. Oh no, but you're right. And I think that in plateauing, um, I feel like it's uh, necessary in creative process to me. Now, hear me out. You, uh, un, there's no such thing as sustainable growth. All growth is ultimately unsustainable. There's a drop off. Well, not even that. You can't like grow f- like forever. You're not a lobster, right? I'm an elephant. Like, I'm an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, buddy. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, think about it. And two, it's uh, the reason that I say that you can't grow forever is because energy doesn't work like that. You run out of steam. To me, I I run out of steam. I I end up getting to a point where I can't. I don't have the drive if I continue to try to um, to progress and keep that. And then I get I start to get annoyed by what's going on. You know, I become irritable. Um, I lose interest in my projects because of an unrealistic goal in my mind. You know, I I, see, I know that it is that for me, like I'm, I'm not everybody. I'm just me. Um, but it's used to be something that I tried to do was always get better, always get better, always get better. Now, that's like not to say that people shouldn't always want to get better, but I don't think that people should fear. Um, not constantly progressing, like maintaining quality. Um, I think there's something to be said for. Um, arriving at a standard and then maintaining that standard, right? So I have these automotive builds that I've been working on almost like kind of almost exclusively. Uh, I've been working on automotive stuff and I've slowed down on that. Um, And I'm kind of built myself, arrived on a plateau. I mean, nothing on top but a bucket and a mop. Illustrated book about (laughs) words or birds. And, uh, And I need, I know that I need to chill out on this plateau and really get the lay of the land, really become comfortable with that before I start to go beyond with that level of that part mm. of my my hobby enjoyment. Damn okay. right. I I think I, I agree with you here. Like the you know sustained growth is not it's not realistic. I don't think, um, and it's I think it's important for a lot of builders to experience 
that plateau to kind of figure out what they want to do within this hobby. Um, I think that uh, pursuing like a specific goal is going to, to cause that initial stagnation for you to figure out what it is you're actually wanting to achieve. Um, you know, because I mean, everybody wants to kind of be good at something or kind of everybody who kind of wants to be good at everything in this hobby, right? You want to be good at weathering, you want to be good at you want to be good at, at scratch building, you want to be good at kit bashing, you want to be good at all this blah, blah, blah. And this kind of calls back to our um, uh, kind of, what was it? Um, uh, you know, being a master of none of those, but just being able to do those good enough to, to for it to pass by. Um, <clears throat> it's it's not plausible for you to be able to sustainably grow in every um, branch of this hobby. Uh, and it's also important if you are wanting to establish an like a very <clears throat> identifiable art style within this hobby to kind of keep pursuing that same thing and that might lead to a plateau but then it's up to you to be able to be like okay well how do i get myself out of this how do i pursue further you know, because now you're trying to look beyond what it was you were originally trying to focus on so um I think plateauing is very important. It's very important to, to your growth. And uh, to say otherwise, and for people to kind of either ridicule you for, for, for plateauing, doesn't realize that it's important for them. I think I see it completely different than you guys. Hmm. And there's, there's a level of plateauing in there, but I see it as uh, a video game and you just hit like level 63 and it's gonna take 4,000 more XP for you to get to 64. You know, but I think you can keep getting better like over time. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can keep getting bigger. <laughs> Don't shop. get me wrong, Julio. Yeah. <laughs> I got you wrong. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, not necessarily. But uh, yeah, I want to hear you. I want to hear your exposition. Oh, no, I, I really do think that like you can like <laughs> when you get you know, you mastered one class, you start putting points into another one, and eventually you'll be nice at everything. I think it's possible. Look right. at Simon Lamb. Maybe killing it. All types of shit. True. Or Ryan yeah. Lau. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan. Lau. Kill. Yeah. Straight up murderers, those two. Yeah, we should just move to Canada, guys. Come on. So, or even Dumpla. Yeah. North. <laughs> Free healthcare. <laughs> I'll make I'll make I'll make Ryan an example in terms of like the, the point I was making. Um, great, I mean obviously we can agree. Great builder, great, great creativity, mm -hmm. great execution, all that stuff, but very identifiable as to mm, yeah. his style, as to what he's doing. Mm. And I, if we ask him, and I'm sure we'll <clears throat> we'll have him on the show again at some point. Um, if you if you ask him, you can he'll he'll 100 tell you he's been where everybody else has been that has a very identifiable style where it's like, okay, I want to take this further, but it doesn't feel like I'm really going anywhere because I'm, I'm like, I'm trying to pursue this thing again and again. And obviously I'm just doing the same thing again and again to a point right. where I'm like, how do, am I even improving at this point? Or am I still, still doing the same thing? Is it not coming out? Like, is it coming out how I want it to, or is it just because I'm used to seeing it a certain way now that it's just coming out the way I think it's supposed to come out? 
that is like a, a form of of mental plateauing where it's like how do i get this better because i'm like i I, I'm starting to see a certain thing here. I'm starting to see a certain way that I'm, I'm building. And it's like, is it better? Is it worse? Is it the same? I can't tell. Because you look at it so long. You've been looking at your build for so long that it's like... I, I, don't, I don't think it's... Is it better or worse? Is it closer to the idea that you had in your head? Like, did you execute it the way you saw it? You know what I mean? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, though. Like, in your head. Yeah. Is it better? Like... Like is is what you're seeing in your head actually better, or is it is it just because you're so used to seeing how you see your builds that it's not actually better? It's just executed to what you think it should be. More of the same, kind of. Yeah, because then you're staying in that same level, right? You're not st- you're not improving per se. You haven't leveled yet. Just staying yet. at that same, yeah. Like okay, well then, what what is the next level? What is the next step? I'm not sure. You just gotta kill more boars. <laughs> Me, okay, boss. No, but I, I think that more of the same isn't necessarily a bad thing right. as long as you don't just remain there because more of the same is muscle memory, right? You're building your muscle memory, your, your techniques, you know, your finish quality, whatever it might be, you know, like for me, it's working on the bodies of these cars to make them like nice. Like I can build an engine. No problem. That's like building a robot. It's no big deal. That's easy. But like getting that really nice, clean finish on, on all the, that part. And that is my thing that I'm challenging myself with now in this plateau of automotive building that I've been working around on is making sure that the next time I want to be there where the next time I pick up an automotive kit, I'm like, no worries. I got this. Like right now I can pick, I feel like I can pick up a, a robot model kit if I really want to. And I'm really inspired and I want to do something fun with it that I can, I have no fears. I have no qualms. I can just run for the fucking Hills. And I know that I'm going to have a successful to myself build. Don't care about winning awards. It doesn't fucking matter. But this yeah. other subsect of modeling that I'm getting into, and I'm not even talking about like military or anything like that the civilian stuff like the standards that are culturally entrenched in that shit um, are pretty high and I dig that and I want to like meet that so you know I mean I'm maybe in a way I'm I'm forcing a plateau on myself for that and making myself learn those things more so you know not letting myself like because I joined this other build that I didn't do. It was a, a, a slammer build. I'm not really slammer like the guys uh, from the Plastic Posse or whatever would talk about a quick build, like a tank you can throw together in a weekend. I'm talking about like a car that's slammed. So take a car and make it a low rider. And I grew, joined this group of guys and had a kit set aside. I had an idea for it, but I just like, for whatever reason, it was like I kept setting up roadblocks for myself I don't know. I didn't really lose interest in it because I stayed active in the, the chat. I read all the chats and to see what these guys were doing with their builds, mind boggling paint jobs, the craziest shit that you would see on all of the low riders or the like cars with hydraulics and shit, all that stuff. And then all that tweaked out too in their model kits. And like that to me was just like incredibly humbling for one. 
because they're kit bashing, they're scratch building, they're doing resin stuff, they're doing all this crazy shit, they're doing all these fantastic high, high end paint finishes on these little cars that are just like things that I never would have thought of, things that I never would have even like, you know, would have attempted. And but to see them so well executed and then have the opportunity to um, passively interact with these guys. And if I wanted to actively talk to them about stuff or try to add a valuable scent or two to the conversation, which is rare uh, with those guys. But at the same time, um, completely comfortable in my place being like, all right, well, I am not um, with myself ready to take that next step beyond the plateau. Right. So keeping myself here. What do you think is going to make you try to take that step? Um, I don't know. And that's okay. Really? Yeah. Right. I think that yeah. there's a lot of worry, right? We put a lot of pressure on ourselves. Anxiety. Yeah. You know, and like, I'm tired of that. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, unnecessary. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, if there's if there's if there's a good reason, then absolutely. But like for this kind of stuff for where I am with this avenue uh, or what I'm what I'm doing with that, like I don't I don't see value in degrading my life (laughs) to (laughs) to try to achieve an ideal that doesn't exist like or that no one cares about. But me, you know, I mean, no, that's not saying that that's not true for everybody. But for me, you know. Yeah, and I, I think that's another callback to like another a, a previous episode of the pursuit of perfection. Like, it's a, it's an unattainable goal, but to to strive for it doesn't mean you're attaining perfection. You're just wanting to you just want to do the best mm-hmm. you can, and um, to allow yourself to. Well, that's not the right word because it's not allowing yourself to plateau, but to know where when you are at a plateau is is important and to kind of help figure out where like i said where it is what you want to go like with you brian it's like you saw the limitations of what you were you were doing and now you're okay i understand so which way should i go now what should i do now should i try this mm-hmm. i want to try this now and and see where this goes see if i can i can dabble and see where where this will take me you're you're exploring mm-hmm. well within your 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 horizons but you're still you know you're still striving to improve maybe not necessarily where you've plateaued at but you're trying something different something new in a sense yeah i'm honing as opposed to trying to make leaps right yeah right refining yeah Mm. i'm cutting i'm not bulking indubitably (laughs) get that creatine in there me kyle have you plateaued um i Okay, so here's the thing: the way I the way I view plateauing, much like what Brian was saying. I mean, it's a natural process. Like you're gonna get to a point where it's either you're plateauing deliberately, or you're plateauing because you've hit a uh, challenge. It's hindering your growth. Um, like in the case of like um, Brian's stuff, you know, and some other builders that have been in this game for a while the plateau that one would perceive them at may just be a comfort level this is what they're comfortable with 
this is, this is the standard in which they are satisfied in creating, and this is where they're at. They can choose to spring forward and keep going up and maybe try other techniques and styles and whatnot to then increase their skills, or they can maintain that quote-unquote plateau because that's where they are happy and comfortable at. They get to pick that, so that's like kind of a, um, a deliberate pat- plateau. Like you have chosen to stay at this point and just maintain that through, through the time. Um, in terms of like challenges, and this is kind of where I'm at, and I don't really deem myself in a plateau. I'm just not at a very steep increase in growth. Mine is more like segmented. The slope on my rise is not very sharp for the math nerds out there. Um, I don't think you've apexed yet. My Y equals MX plus B. That's not my But like in terms of like having a plateau that is not self-imposed, that's like facing challenges. Like you, you know enough about where you're at, so you've got a, a good basis of skill, but you don't know how to improve. You don't know how to get this new technique figured out. Like you've you've hit kind of a wall, um, and that happens. And then eventually you figure it out through either trial and error or finding someone that knows something, and they give you the magic formula, and then blam, you're back up to you know the rise. Um, but it's part of the process. Like I mentioned this last time we talked about it, like plateauing is a thing like if you're doing anything you're going to plateau that doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad thing it's just part of the process like if you're doing anything you're going to plateau just like if you're trying you're going to fail because you gotta have to fail to succeed so it's just part of the process um sometimes plateauing is very quick you get over the hurdle you fuck around and boost your skills Sometimes it lasts forever because you just can't get over the hurdle or you choose to stick to a, a style that you like and you're comfortable with. I think that's just kind of how it goes. Do you think style can improve? I think I think so. It I mean, there's still, yeah, yeah, there's still levels to a certain style that will that you can, you know, kind of aspire to. I mean, I think. So let's look like, at this point. You can have a style mastered and still grow because now your application of a style, like maybe your means and methods, become quicker. Like uh, it used to take you 10 months to do a build. You can do a similar build of a similar style in three months. That's That could be what the growth is. And you don't necessarily have to change your style to improve. You can improve through other methods through like execution um, you know, maybe the style you had was a little rough. So then you try it and now you got a cleaner style, you know, cleaner vision of that same style or you don't, I don't, I don't believe style and growth are necessarily synonymous with one another in terms of like you need to do new styles to grow, but also in the same token, you can grow by trying new styles. They, they kind of, they're, they're not together, but they're not separate. So I, I feel like that has to be said. Do you think you can get your style to look like even more of your style? <laughs> I can't answer that. I don't even have a style. <laughs> <laughs> you got I mean, style. I do. You got flair. I, I, you know, like, I mean, I'm more known for clean builds, right? Like, I think. Yeah. I, Chris I, definitely I 100%, has a Yeah, I, I 100% think that <clears throat> my method um, or like my, the way I do things can, can be improved. Like, I don't think. 
I don't think I'm at the at the at the top of the mountain when it comes to that stuff. There are things that I know I'm I'm not doing well enough, and there are things that I know that I'm I'm not quite at the level I want to be. Um, that I can work on once I stop taking other people's work on. Um, so and I think I think I'm I'm starting to do that with this 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 current personal build. Um, and I think it's also why I've been wanting to do a personal build because, because when I take on these <clears throat> these commissions, it's like I I'm obviously I'm doing other people's requests and I'm doing the, their vision and all that stuff and that's great. Uh, you know I'm glad that I'm able to give that to some people. But <clears throat> like right. having this personal build means I can do whatever the fuck I want to it, and means I can explore and see what it is I I think would look good on it. You know, without having to answer to somebody else. And because of the nature of taking a commission from somebody and talking to somebody about what they want, it immediately removes that improvement factor from the thing that you're doing because they want your style. They want your identity. They, you know, they're not looking for you yeah. to improve to take all the time in the yeah. world to be able to do all that. They want, like, they want, okay, I saw you build this. I want you to build this for me in that style. So it's like, mm -hmm. you know, <clears throat> there's no there's no room for growth there. So you just have to kind of do what they want to do with this build, which sure. is, you know, a, a build of my own. I can do all that. I can take my time. I can be like, OK, well, this isn't working. Oh, let's throw that out. Let's put this new thing right. and see if it works, you know, kind of just throw, keep throwing things and see where it sticks. <clears throat> and in that process of of throwing everything at it, I'm also exploring things that I'm not I haven't explored in a long time or I haven't explored, period. So, you know, kind of. This is the first time I messed with anything 30 minutes missions. I've not touched any 30 minutes missions before. And now I'm looking at it. I go, oh, okay, I see what I see the appeal of these things. They're tiny, but at the same time, the, the simplicity and the interchangeability and the way these parts come together is very appealing. It's I can see why this is, this is popular with, with, with some people. Um, you know, working once again with like kit bashing and scratch building, kind of putting those two together. It's something I haven't really been able to do with commissions, but now, you know, kind of going back into it, I feel like <clears throat> since I hadn't done it in a long time, it's almost like riding a bike where it's like, okay, well, I'm a little wobbly right now. Let's see if I can kind of remind myself this this muscle memory and, you know, kind of getting back to that groove. So, yeah. It's, it's so. been since the SD build-off, right, Chris? No, since it's you've been really since done the... Since the battle log build off, the uh, battle log contest. So just right after my son was born, was my last personal build. Okay. Yeah. And even then, that. that had, even then that had limitations. It was the Helios. Even then, um, I had the I had limitations because the competition stated that you can't go all out on it. Like you had to, you had to stick stick to the the kit silhouette. Mm. You can you couldn't add additional. Right. Uh, armaments you couldn't change its proportions yeah you you had to stick with its original form um and try to make that look as good as you can so it was already very limited to what in terms of scope of what you can do the only other thing that you can really work on was like the the overall color scheme which would yeah which that's would why i was saying like the sd build off where we could actually fuck with things change stuff change oh, yeah, 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 proportions yeah. we you know in that was like of, one of the last of, mad creative endeavors right yeah, in terms of scratch building, 
uh yeah in terms of scratch scratch building slash kit bashing that would have been it because like with that yeah, right. that specific build i scratch built like the sleeves on it on that thing mm-hmm. um yeah. i i i kit bashed it so that it, it the the sd fit into a crossfield wet frame um i made and then I, I did a whole bunch of modifying to make sure that the 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 crossfield wet frame fit into the the neo zeong it was like a whole yeah, because it doesn't. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. The regular doesn't. SD doesn't barely fit in that no, motherfucker. It, when, you, when, you put it, when you put it on, when you put the cross web thing on by itself into the Neo Zeon, it, it looks like it's it's standing in shadow war. It's like, yes. waist high. <laughs> this looks yeah. so dumb. I think I was the only one of the three of us, and then Tim also participated with you, Chris. Uh, I was the only one of us that finished that shit, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you finished the Neo Zeon. I entered the just the the Sinanju because I never finished the new uh, okay. yeah. Well I finished way late though. It was like beyond. I never finished for the deadline. Fuck that. Yeah. You guys cool. think that uh trying new things will help you get past this plateau? I think doing things that you enjoy. It will help you get past like if you're if you feel like you're not improving and that's that's been your goal this whole time trying to improve um doing things that you genuinely are excited about and you genuinely enjoy i think if you want if you feel like you are plateauing that will help you get out of your funk um because people okay so i don't think i don't think this is scandalous or controversial to say that people will build something that because it's popular or because yeah. it's it's the the trending thing um not not the style but like the kit itself um like so at the moment at the, at the time of this recording like the this the the seed movie kits are super popular like the, the new freedom mm, the yeah. new justice all that mm-hmm. stuff right that, like lately i've seen like 20 people build that same kit um, before that, everybody was building Witch from Mercury kits because it's the new thing. Um, yeah, because it was most popular, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, and you know, that's that's fine. You know, if you are genuinely excited about those kits, that's that that's what I'm trying to to convey to you. Like, if you if you're building something out of just the popularity of that kit because you see other people building it, and it's not really gr- like churning that creative gear in your brain um then you'll remain at that level that you're at and you know if that's and that's fine if that's what you're looking for but if you want to get out of that funk if you want to kind of go from from level one to level two or whatever um build something that you are very excited about build build something you're very creatively excited about you're looking at this kit and you go oh my god the things i can do to this thing like what can i do let's see then you have like a full list of things that you want to do and I think that's why I like, for example, for myself, like that, this is why I entered the notch and tank because I looked at that thing. And I'm like, oh, wow, I can do so many things to this. Like, there's like the, 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 it's not, I wouldn't say limitless, but it's like, you know, it, it churned the butter in my brain, essentially. Like there are things I can do and the things I want to do and the freedom in which I'm able to do that. And is going to be, it's going to feel amazing, creatively amazing. Um, so I think building something you're genuinely excited about, not because it's not because it's popular, not because it's hard to find, it's not because it's an expensive kit or whatever. If you are genuinely creatively excited about something, then there is no way that you will stay at the same level. 
Yeah, I, you know, and for example, on that, I wasn't excited about the Nashin tank. <clears throat> That's what we've been talking about on the sly um, <laughs> at all. For the most part, I had one of them little shits. I got it. He's a little bitch right here. One 100 scale. He's a teeny little fuck. I never realized how fucking small this thing was until I actually built it up. But the thing aside from, you know, you know, being. Yeah. Yeah. Chris got the bigified one. But aside from, um, you know, being associated with uh, USAGs and being friends with Zach and Adam and, you know, a bunch of other people on the crew and all that shit. I was like, nah, I'm not going to jump in on this one because, like, I jumped in on the last one and I lost steam. Didn't have enough time. A lot of other things came up. It wasn't until I saw your post, Chris, of it built up and in your hand, because I kind of know how big you are. I was like, oh, damn, that that kid's actually pretty sizable. (laughs) Like... You know, like it's going to be it's it'll be a decent thing to to work on. It isn't too big. It isn't too small. And it's 35th scale, mm-hmm. which is out of scale for a lot of the Mecca stuff we build is mostly 100 scale or rarely one one forty four scale. Yeah. So rarely one sixtieth scale or one thirty fifth. Um, wait. Yeah. But yeah, so this is one thirty fifth, but it's it's small enough that it's not a ridiculous thing. Um but it does afford some different luxuries like you can add 35th scale figure resin figures or something to it or whatever. You know, you can, there's a lot of like diorama elements that you can pull into it that are made by mini art or Tamiya or whoever. Little things like that that you can add to broaden the scope from it just being a robot. Like a yeah, robot with the robot stuff, you know, uh, and that and that like seeing your thing and then watching another video and then like thinking about it a little bit. I was like, you know, that is kind of cool. Like, I wonder, you know, and I'm feeling kind of soaked by it. And so now I'm excited and I've been kind of working on it passively. But at the same time, you know, I'm chilling on this plateau, my bucket and my mop and my book about birds. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it stokes know. the fire and 100 percent credit to Moisan because he's so the, he's a notching designer. Um, oh yeah, one hundred percent. Because he he had designed and created this thing where, yeah, if you guys even look up like concept art on the notch, just go to right, Twitter. And, go to his yeah, go his to his Twitter. Twitter account. Yeah, yeah. Just kind Fantastic. of scroll through the things that he's kind of drawn up and done and kind of concept wise. It's like, yeah, this thing is like it's it's a blank canvas that's just waiting for you to to, to apply your signature to it, and it's it's, mm-hmm. um, and I think that will help. Uh, if you if you guys ever feel like you you're like oh man I'm stuck in a rut, like just have the, have a, a kit that's this amazing blank canvas and 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 just have fun with it, you know no yeah. pressure no no eyes on it no no overlooking shoulders or anything like that just just you and this kit, and you guys are essentially having a conversation going back and forth like what if we made you bigger what if we made you smaller what if we added this to you, well how do you look with this it's like there's nothing there's no feeling like it and it's like um it remind at least for me it reminds me why i enjoy this kind of, this hobby so much and um you know it's not it's that, that, that's not to say like doing the commissions and stuff hasn't doesn't remind me of that but this brings it back to like base and it's helping me improve things that i haven't um i haven't touched in a long time so it's like this is this is where we need to go that was another thing I was going to ask. You think other people can push you past your plateau? If you have the right people around you, yeah. 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 
course. Like, for example, yeah, good group of good group of friends. Uh, inspirational, yeah, but no one. Yeah. For example, you. I mean, you know, look at Kyle, right? Like, without you guys' input and all that stuff, I don't think um, his GBWC entry would be uh, at the level it's at. Uh, you know, I think seeing you guys work um, definitely rubbed off on on all of us to some degree. You hear that, Julio? Chris just said we rubbed off on Kyle. I mean, I've been there. <laughs> oh. Oh, <yeah>. <laughs> I did it in front of a bunch of people in the financial district. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Were like, you like on like Jackass or something back in the day? Like, <laughs> is that some no. practical Joker shit? <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and I think I think that's that's um, that's natural for for everyone, right? If you whoever you are around, you'll start yeah. to kind of you'll start to pick up things, um, you know, whether it's hobby related or or, or behaviorally related stuff. No, hanging out with you guys, hanging out with with Julio and O'Brien, hanging out with, with you know, all these guys, um, it stokes a certain level of like I gotta, you know, I gotta keep, I gotta make good shit and show these guys, and you know, it, it, there's, there's like a certain level of motivation that comes with that. It's like okay, well, I'll finish this much, I'll, I'll take a photo of it and and show these guys, and then these guys will give you feedback of what it is you might be lacking, and mm-hmm. that's important feedback. And I think that helps you kind of get out of your plateau. It's also kind of, in a way, it's also a little bit. I don't know if it's necessarily the case because I have a very small frame of reference, but hear me out here. I almost think mm-hmm. that that can be a little bit rare. Like it's hard to find. It can be hard to find a good group of talented individuals that are willing to give you honest opinions and, you know, tell you that your shit stinks or that you're shit is something they want to put on their wall smear on their wall or whatever the hell it is you know because it's it's really easy to fall into a group of naysayers or dudes that are just waiting or gals i'm not trying to say anyone or whoever doesn't matter i'm not trying to gender anyone just saying people builders that are are just waiting for their turn to show their own shit or whatever and be like oh hey good job look at my shit say good about my stuff or whatever you know the vetting process is a little bit nuanced. Yeah, I mean, it. you know, I think that's kind of a different conversation though, like having the right people yeah. around you. Yeah, yeah, no, of course. Um, but I'm just saying, like, you were talking about feedback. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. If you're, or if you're looking for your homies to try and propel you off of the, I think it was just what Julio originally um, stepped in, was like, can, can, can me and the boys propel me from the plateau yeah in a way yes but in a way no and that's a little bit of like reading the room and reading the tea leaves and i read the bones i like to smoke the tea leaves but <laughs> oh i get a bunch of raccoon bones and i shake them oh don't oh. down and let the bones read hanging out with jay huh <laughs> uh, it might be her bones oh <laughs> she's little raccoon size yeah. <laughs> yeah she's small uh fuck man I hate plateauing honestly it's like I gotta I gotta get better at something I gotta do something to get out of it okay. here's the thing though when when we say when we say plateau it means you know we're staying on that same level 
Yeah, but, but we're still doing 60 down the fucking highway. No, no. What, 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 what I'm saying is like 60 is like the speed limit. Yeah, I know. I, we respect laws here. Oh, oh, I, oh. My bad. Um, I said, yes. I said, this, I said this earlier. In, improvement through that plateau is how a lot of people find the style. Like, you know, I mean, you, you know, you might hate plateauing, but like it doesn't. Um, I feel like if you're if you're working on a specific style, it doesn't improve because you're on that plateau. Cheers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. Say it like, again for the people in the back. Who's in the back? Oh God. I don't know. People who ain't paid for the Patreon, <laughs> motherfuckers, give me your five dollars. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm I'm just saying. So, you know, it. When when we say we're in the plateau, it just means we're on that same level. We're not getting better, but we're not getting worse. But don't is it impossible to find improvement at that level without without oh no drastically think, changing I, something? I, I want to interject really quick because I have a quick answer, and that's what I was talking about muscle memory. So, but yes, what are you saying? The hardest part it, of uh plateauing is figuring out the change right not necessarily though what i was saying was like i mean but something like, does change for you like or not that it changes but it advances in its course or it you know it alters lanes a little bit something and figuring out what that degree of movement is mm-hmm. it de- i the- guess it depends on what you're looking to improve i think like like um Maybe it's it's something as simple as you're just not being studious enough, or you know, like for example, you're masking something, but you're you're kind of cutting shortcuts, and it's causing your work to not be as sharp as it should be. And you're like, okay, well, how do I improve that? Okay, well, mask better. <laughs> Stop. Mask shortcuts. better. That's what I got silly putty <laughs> for. That's what I'm saying. Like you know, it it's it's not necessarily such a drastic improvement. It's not a drastic change. It's not something like a left turn when you do when you're doing a right drift. Um, yeah. But you know, it's it's you're improving. But it's you know, you're just improving that certain. You're you're still improving that level. It's not like a massive jump. But there is like a an alteration there, a little bit, a pivot, if you will. Something. No man, there's a lot of variables. Well, I think that the the so the whole concept of this plateau, the theory, is also very subjective, right? If you don't know you're plateauing, oh shit. Well, there's that. I assume probably probably quite a bit. Um, But I'm thinking like um, your own perceived plateauing, like me talking about um, plateauing with the automotive models and and honing and trying to focus on getting aspects of that like really dialed in so that I don't have to think about it essentially um, so that it just is automatic um, that in and of itself is improving truth but there's still growth there you know stubbly yeah, yeah. but it's subtle right it's more yeah. like you know internal or introspective right yeah more men in the mirror shit yeah <laughs> oh man there's got to be like fucking uh, 
actual like it's an awareness of the changes you know mm-hmm. like, oh I'm starting to grow hair on my underarms <laughs> uh, alright I, I, I think that's a valid statement because if you don't know you're not growing how do you know if you've plateaued yeah you may think oh i I made 16 models this year how did i not grow when realistically you didn't really like gleam any feedback or lessons or after like after build retrospect so you didn't see that you were just doing the same thing over and over again with little change so then as an end result no growth so yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess, and that kind of ties back to what you guys were talking about earlier, where it helps to have a group, a collective people that you can trust, where they can tell you, hey, you're doing good shit, but I know you want to grow, and what you're doing isn't going to do that for you, because you're just kind of on the same path, and the path doesn't go anywhere. So maybe start doing this, this, and this, and then you'll start seeing some growth that I know you want to have. Like, Like, I know for us, like all of us, are pretty intimate with one another where we know what we like, what we're trying to achieve, and we can kind of talk about techniques to achieve that. So like I know Brian wants to be, get better at working on the finite details of things. You know, that uh, I can't remember the, the word you use for that one, but like basically make small detailed aspects of real stuff. And so you're working on working on skills to master that thing. I know Pabs with you breaking away from your build as everyone asks you to build kind of thing because that was kind of like just a maintaining of a skill set that you already have. You now want to go back into the whole. I want to make something creative. I want to create something. I want to customize. I want to do something that has no bounds. So whether it's the physical modifications or the paint schemes of that, so you're going to do things that kind of reinvigorate that skill set and push that. And then like Julio for you. You've been working on some figure stuff. So you're probably yeah. working more on painting techniques and things and skill sets and that rather than modification stuff. So you're working on brush control, things like that. Like we know I know this answer because we talk, we show each other's artwork. If you don't have that type of group where people can like see what you're doing and, and have an understanding of what you're trying to achieve, then they, they they're never gonna get that outward yeah, perspective that can help kind of show you that hey you're you're doing the same thing and you're not doing anything different that's why you're not seeing anything change you know if you keep lifting five pounds every day you're going to be able to lift five pounds but you're not going to get bigger or stronger you have to up the weight you have to keep pushing the challenge things like that and that helps getting someone outside of yourself to be able to say hey maybe do something different so that's that was a good point i think you know, sometimes you get in your own head and you don't realize you're not actually doing things that can help you grow, help you break yeah. away from a plateau. Because it could be as simple as that. You just didn't realize it. Just realizing you're there. Uh, yeah, I haven't made a turn in a while. <laughs> Did I miss yeah. a fucking exit? <laughs> Wasn't I supposed to make a turn 10 miles ago? Shit. My GPS I'm has been off. I didn't realize it. Muskogee. <laughs> mm. Where's Mus- Muskogee is real, right? Like, that's a place. I, you tell me. I don't know. Um, it sounds, sounds like, a place. like it we'll just say it's a place. It sounds like a place in in Wisconsin, Missouri, no, it's in Canada. It's in Canada. Uh, <laughs> what did you What did you say? What is it? It's in Canada. 
Muskogee? I said Missouri. Uh, Muskogee is city in Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Oh. Muskogee County Jail and is a prison <laughs> in Muskogee, Oklahoma. That's how we oh, know it. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's our next road trip, boys. I'm good. You don't want to go to Oklahoma. Trust me. Why? I am It, it sucks. Right okay, here. So boring. Is it really? They even have a castle. Just miles. You, like, literally, you've... You haven't seen flat until you've been to Oklahoma. You can see from one I've end of the state Nebraska, to the other end of the state. Close. Yeah, Nebraska is pretty much no different. And, and all it is is like oil fields and just open land. There's not even hills to kind of decorate the scenery. Yeah, Nebraska is all just flat. It's just like grass. It's wild. Yeah. They grass don't even have crops. Like forever. at least in Indiana, we have crops to kind of break up the monotony of the flatness. There it's just – and then you just see oil rigs. We'll fire stuff every now and then. Sucking this planet dry. Yeah, Yo, Oklahoma's um, boring. This is gold. <laughs> Texas tea. I'm going to go build an apartment complex over there and house all the unhoused people in New York. Well, no, you, you ever, you know, in um, <laughs> Fallout, I no. think Fallout New Vegas, where it's just an arid wasteland and then they have that one hotel. Yeah. And you're just like, what the fuck? It seems so out of place. That's what your apartment complex is going to be like. Like, yeah. oh, why Why is there a 15-story <laughs> building in the, just the middle of nowhere and nothing's relatively yeah. high? And I definitely want it to be haunted. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it'll be regardless. Indie old burial yeah. grounds you can build on. Yeah, dude. Need some supernatural shit in my life. When can we go uh, ghost hunting, guys? Never. I'm not doing it. Uh, well, I'm in New Jersey, Julio, so Purpose. we can just go whenever you want. Yeah, let's go fucking, I want to EKG we just, shit. We'll just go pick up the latest uh, edition of Weird New Jersey. There's, There's a, a bunch of crazy haunted asylums and shit in there that we can go fucking That's a real publication? Out. Yeah. Oh, weird shit. New Jersey. Right. It's a weird. It's kind of like weird everywhere. It's just like fun. I think <laughs> Colleen has it, I'm sure. It has the old one of the older ones, but. Weird Jersey. I'm down. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> Maybe that'll help me get out this plateau. Scare the shit out of myself. <laughs> oh. No? Maybe you need to get out of the house. <laughs> <laughs> I do that all the time. I need to fucking, I need to scare myself. I need a fucking a big boo. Right that skateboard <laughs> I gave you yet? <laughs> uh, no, I still haven't uh, bought and, uh, That'll scare you. <laughs> the screws. Yes, Julio, if you want to be, uh, if you want to kind of have that feeling of ghost hunting or ghost chasing without actually going out and ghost chasing, just watch like some Nukes Top 5 stuff, you know? Oh, no. Those actually give me goosebumps. I don't like them. I like watching those. Sometimes I have this in the background while I'm painting. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, oh, shit. I told you. See, I told you. See, like, that helps you paint. I need well, to I scare the shit out of myself. <laughs> I told you that horror movies are not allowed in this house. Not because yeah. of me, because of my wife. Oh, my wife doesn't yeah. like horror movies. Yeah. yeah so um, what I do is like I watch uh, The Horror Mind. Have you guys ever heard of Horror Mind? I don't think no. so. so. The Horror Mind is um, he, he does something called the scare score. Well, he'll he'll watch a movie and he'll explain what goes on in the movie and then he'll give it like a percentage rating of how scary is it, and he mostly right. does Asian horror movies. And oh, it's, those that's, are creepy. Yeah, those are those are my favorite types of horror movies. And um, right. so if you guys if you guys want something like that, just to give yourself a little bit of a scare, because every now and then he'll leave like a jump scare in there, like unedited or you know, because most of the time there'll be no sound because it's him just talking with the video. Right. Then he'll stop talking and he'll let it play. 
That's pretty cool. There'll be some shit from like Juwan or whatever. <laughs> yeah, so he does, out of the he does the ins- hair and the He does the entirety shower. of the Juwan for search from Juwan one, two, and three. Juwan zero. Juwan the White Ghost. He does all of that. He does Shutter. Um, he did, he did a couple ones, uh, Filipino ones recently that were really interesting. Um, he does uh, some some really really good Indonesian horror that I've not heard of, like in Petigore. It's like what the fuck is this? It's fucking great. <laughs> Sounds like I needed oh. inside of me. <laughs> it's really good. I, I, I implore you guys, please. The horror mind. Just watch, just, just watch a couple of his scare scores. Mind. Horror mind. The horror mind. Like like mining for ore. Horror mind. Mine. Uh, not mind. Mine. See, uh, in my household, it's completely opposite. Uh, we're like uh, Jack Spratt and his wife reversed, where Colleen will watch nothing but horror films. Mm-hmm. Uh, her comfort film is The Descent. Such a fucking So oh, when she's one. feeling <sighs> down and sad, she puts The Descent on and it makes her feel happy. Did she see Part um, 2? She... Of course, yeah. Does she like uh, part two? As, above, as Above As Below? Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Uh, no, I think she thought that it was blase. Fucking Wait, the catacombs. I mean, it's not scary. I just, I think it's enjoyable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's the same thing. She watches... She's been uh, trolling through Shutter a lot recently, watching stuff. So mm. we and we can we can like uh, comment back and forth on it. So like, because I Amy is like the horror, uh, horror fanatic in our house as well, but she loves the uh, B rated films. So she'll watch a bunch nice. of slasher flicks as well as other films, um, like uh, Shark Tipus versus Gatoroid. No, no, not that that type All of. Right. That's not. Really I mean, they're good too film, and for their camp. Yeah. No, Did some of the ones she'll watch are pretty campy. Talk to me. Mm, that looks good, though. Um, that one was the. One. Was it the hand one? Yeah. 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 Shake my hand. Interesting. Yeah, good horror flick. It gave me the TTDs. You should watch the uh, the Velocipaster. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic. <laughs> yeah. That one. That one should, there's like three of them, isn't there? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know there were that many. That's wild. And the new Evil Dead was good. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I haven't watched any of these. That was real good. I mean, I know about Velocipaster because how could you not know about Velocipaster? The, but, the, uh, the twist, the twist in the new the new Evil Dead was pretty good. Yeah, I it was fun. Great. Oof, let's let's do it. It was fun. It's a good movie. Yeah. I think it was Olivia Wilde. Right? That's not Olivia Wilde. I think it was Olivia what? Wilde. Is it the Evil Dead? No. Yeah. Not the new one. Uh, she was no. the mom. She's no, that's not Olivia Wilde. Yee? Who is that? I don't remember her name, but it's definitely that's not Olivia, Olivia Wilde, Wilde, bro. No. You're sitting in front of a freaking computer. Google the shit. <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. Um, it is uh, it Alyssa, was, uh, Alyssa Sutherman, the Sutherland. Yeah. So it's Keith daughter. She does, kind of, but that's she's got some Don't you mean she, Donald Sutherland's granddaughter? She uh, is definitely <laughs> sharper looking, though, so you can you can tell differences. Oh, yeah, you're right. Close, she's, but there's she a noticeable was, difference. She's really good. She's, I mean, she was, she, yeah, her role she's in, great in that movie. Oh, right, she plays the creepy lady, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do oh, it. Mother, mommy wants a hug. <laughs> sure, yeah, she does great, man. Mommy, Shit, I really thought that was a little bit wild the whole time. No, I'm a stupid. <laughs> I don't think you're stupid. It's just so anyway, back back on the topic. Um, one one thing that I I, I want to say, Pabs, you mentioned this, and it kind of 
rings true to a degree. Like, mind you, I, I am no, I have no authority or expertise in terms of breaking through a plateau or how this shit works. I am on the journey right now. But um, Pabs have made a mention that if you're having fun, you'll probably see more growth than you expect. And I think though that's yeah. no truer words have been spoken than that out of anything in this episode because ultimately this is a hobby we do for fun. You know, even with all of the strict criteria we put upon ourselves to grow and get better and stuff like that, I, I personally have found that if I'm having fun and I'm not like scrutinizing whether or not I'm getting it, I seem to be more successful in accomplishing what I'm trying to do rather than just try to bash my head through a brick wall in hopes to get to the other side and, and be better at something. Um, I, I feel like that's a strong thing to not lose track of. It's just have fun. Like you find yourself trying something new, just fuck around and have fun with it. You'll probably gain a lot more out of that situation than you would if you're like, it has to be like this and you have to do this and then that. And then you're just going to be all like, you can be particular about it once you've mastered a skill. When you're first trying to figure it out, learning and growing, just fuck around, try things out, have fun. I think that's right. Yeah, I you found shouldn't. the most success in that, doing stuff like that. Don't, don't you think that you, like we shouldn't let we shouldn't let our lack of expertise stop us from trying something new, right? Exactly, like, exactly. It's a fast way to learn is to fail, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Learn or learn an aspect or learn about something is to fail at doing the thing, you know. Drive a, drive a nail wrong, you're going to learn a little bit about it, you know. Yeah. If, you know if Dragon Ball Z has taught me anything growing up, it's that I the have to bomb get bomb takes six episodes and is really anticlimactic? I have to get <laughs> beat down to near death and then heal again and come back strong. You got to die and get brought back with the Dragon Balls. That, that's Also that. And train yeah, at, a, at a beans. Yeah, 40 beans. times gravity, I believe it was. Yeah, give your enemy sensor beans as well. Can't forget he gave cell. Yeah, you gotta be. You have no advantage. Fuck, fuck off with that. But yeah, I'm just, just you know, I, I, that's an exaggeration. But um, the best kind of growth is the growth you don't realize you're you're attaining um, because you're just naturally absorbing it you're naturally absorbing knowledge it's the best way to learn it's the best way to improve um it's it's the best way to not to not be conscious of your shortcomings uh mm. especially especially when you're when you feel the pressure of you know whether or not you're hanging out with the right people or not um of what the others are doing around you uh when you're having fun man none of that matters and you're just making something because you enjoy making it. And uh, yeah, whether or not you plateau and whether or not you're improving, um, if you're having fun, if you're enjoying yourself, uh, I don't think, I don't think that uh, the, uh, the the shortcomings of you not improving matters. Don't come up yeah, short. Yeah, we got to keep it in perspective, right? Yeah, exactly. Don't come up short, as Julio says. I don't know why. Why'd you say that? <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up a little bit short there, babes. Oh. 
You didn't need a blue chew. In 1975. (laughs) (laughs) I think this uh, conversation is thoroughly plateaued. (laughs) Are are you guys finished? Did you get your... uh, finished. Did you get the ending you wanted? (laughs) No. That's not out of the ordinary. (laughs) I came so hard. (laughs) <laughs> I, have, I have a I have a safe state I can go back to if I need to. Oh, nice, nice, it's really nice. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with little save scum. You know, I haven't done the outro rigmarole in so long. I don't know what the fuck to say. Some of my things flaccid in my. You got it. <laughs> I got it. I got it. Here we go. <sighs> Thank well. you, Brian. <laughs> I added a bunch of note cards to my thing and now it's lost in it. Um, The long and the short of it is that if uh, you guys would like to talk to us, we would love to hear from you. If you have any questions, comments, ideas, topics, please hit us up at our socials that are listed down in the show notes, or you can hit us up at built sideways podcast at gmail.com. Um, in a couple of days, the next season of the OMC, the original Mecha contest is going to start on the 1st of February for us. It'll already be uh, this will already be weeks in the future for anyone out there. So if you haven't checked that out, go check it out. You're welcome to join. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Build a fun robot uh, that is not in the show notes. Um, <laughs> we have a Patreon that helps us put our uh, put our show on. Uh, they help us keep the lights on. They're a bunch of fantastic individuals, and they all hang out on our Discord. Thank you to every one of our patrons. If we you didn't uh, help us out, we wouldn't be able to do this as easily as we do, and we are forever grateful for that. Uh, if you do want to join the Discord, you can hit us up on any of our socials, and we will give you a link to it. It is free to join. Um, we want to thank USA Gundam Store for these magical, fantastic mics that they provided us with that give us a wonderful sound quality and allow Pabs to edit things uh, a little bit easier. Um, what else do we have? Uh, if you want to see any uh, or if you want to listen to um, any other podcasts in the model hobby genre or if you want to read any blog posts, there's some uh, interesting blogs and other websites available through the www.scalemodelpodcasts.com. It's a consortium website set up with our friend Stuart Clark from the Scale Model Podcast. And other than that, that's a long and short of it, boys. Don't forget to build it sideways. Arrivederci. 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 Have a good day, bro. Remember to brush your teeth. <laughs>